Welcome to the Valiant Central Podcast with Duan. Hello. Yes, sir. How are you? Great. Thank you. Travis. Hey, yo, yo. What's up? Uh, not much. And myself, Martin. Hello. Uh, it's been a while since we recorded, fellas. About it's three at? moons. Three moons ago. Three moons ago, right? Yeah, that's crazy. Wow. That is crazy. It's a long time. But it's cool. We're back. We got a lot to talk about. So, of course, we have to kick off talking about the biggest Valiant thing, I would say, of the entire year. Oh, that the is entire three, four years, right? Entire three, four years? Entire mm-hmm. decade? Since the 90s? Entire... Uh, Three quarters of a century? No, that's, that's too many years. <laughs> <laughs> one quarter century. One, one quarter of a century. Three quarters mm-hmm. would be uh, Batman style. Yeah, we uh, we're going to talk about the Bloodshot trailer. Yes. Which I just rewatched prior to recording. Uh, did you guys mm-hmm. see which trailer did you guys see? Or did you see all the trailers? I saw one. Okay, so you probably saw the U.S. release trailer. Yeah, the long one. I saw an extended version. Okay. Travis, did you get to see both trailers? I did see both trailers. Mm-hmm. Yes. So did there, you? I did see both trailers. There is a U.S. release trailer and there is an international trailer. Uh, and they're similar, but a little different. And uh, I, I've gotten used to wh- whenever like a trailer comes out, I try to watch for certain things like the uh, Terminated Dark Fate. Um, there's like seven or eight different trailers depending on what part of the world it's being released. And for some reason, like I love how the trailers differ depending on where you watch them. Like I was watching the uh, the Dark Fate trailer and the one for Latin America is like, completely different from everything else it's all about like family and father-daughter relationships and stuff and i'm like is this the terminator movie um so interesting so i recommend that if you're like really excited about a particular movie to go out and seek like all the different international trailers um i think valiant originally sent out the international trailer um dinesh and a few other people were uh sending out the american release trailer and uh, I really enjoyed it. So, what what part did you like? There was one scene that really I really enjoyed. Like, what part did you really like stand out to you? So, the part that stood out to me the most was the call out to Rise Zero. Okay. Just as a comic fan, I mean, there's I think there's a lot to like in the trailer, but as somebody that's been reading Valiant for God knows now twenty six years, twenty seven years. Uh, that part I was like, oh hell yeah, because I've been waiting for a moment like this for that long, right? And I think we talked about in previous episodes. Uh, I remember reading a letter in a letters column in an old Valiant comic, and they were asking about like a Valiant movie, and I think uh, I think Bob Layton was doing the letter columns at the time, and he's like, oh yeah, like we're working on this and this and this, and I'm like. Think about what might have been 
if you would have had some uh, some valiant movies, you know, almost thirty years ago. But didn't Dinesh have Leighton there, like on set during the filming? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Leighton was there, and uh, Kevin Van Hook was there. So you think that kind of bled into it? He had to have some kind of influence on that. Uh, Bob, I'm sure. Yeah. I mean, surely they're going to give him creator credits from the movie, right? Oh, definitely. Have to. Yeah. Shout out. Yeah, you got to do it. Especially if you invite the guys out to be part of the, the shooting, you know what I mean? Uh, I think it'd be cool if like they show up as extras, like in a background scene somewhere, you know what I mean? Uh, I think very few people might be like, oh, yeah, there's Bob and Kevin. But it'd still be cool to see that. <laughs> I'm just saying, Very you know what I mean? <laughs> like, think, think about it. <laughs> I would. I'd be like, oh, yeah, yeah. Those guys. You know how I would have cast them? You know those two old men from the Muppets that sit up in the balcony? Yeah. That's how I would Walt put that. and uh, Sadler. Yeah, I would put them up there. <laughs> that would be late. <laughs> 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 they just laugh like, ha, 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 ha. Yeah, I mean, dude, talking with, shit. <laughs> with, uh, with all the Stan Lee cameos, they'd have to do something cool. They couldn't just throw them up on a rooftop somewhere. Well, you know, homage to the Muppets. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I like it. Travis, what, uh, what were your impressions of the trailers, man? Uh, well, I will say that, uh, I think I, dug the international trailer more yeah uh because i like i thought the tone there was more action movie which like that's what i thought we were you know like getting from this movie was gonna be just like vin going nuts you know like bloodshot style Mm -hmm. um you know, the U.S. trailer obviously is dominated by this, uh, you know, Johnny Cash song, uh, you know, that's like got this like looping motif to it. Um, you know, and I, I get what they're doing with that, like in the context of the trailer, but, uh, tonally, I like, I want it to be darker and more action-y and less like, humor and you know does that make sense yeah i see what you mean um i that's i agree with you i think the the i enjoyed the international trailer a little bit more um i i understand why the u.s trailer is the way it is right because vin diesel is the star of the movie and you know, I don't know if it's for good or bad, but he's kind of just become known for a certain kind of thing, and that kind of thing is the character he plays in Fast and the Furious. And so, you know, maybe some people would expect a little bit of that wit that you get in the in that franchise, and that's kind of the sell for the movie here in the states. And and you're right, I thought the international trailer was a lot more action packed. Uh, not that they weren't both action packed. I mean, you get a lot of similar scenes in both of the uh, both of the trailers. Uh, but it seems like you do get more of the action in the international than you do in the U.S. release of the trailer. Uh, and that's fine. Like I said, I enjoy watching multiple versions of trailers because then I can get a better feel for what I'm getting into. I will say, if they release any more trailers, I'm probably not going to watch them. Because the movie comes out in, yeah. what, three or four months, right? 
So, I mean, by this point, I'm going to see it anyway, so it doesn't really matter to me. So, like, the trailer I saw, that was kind of the, the comments I saw after people, that was their gripe. They were like, maybe the trailers were too long or divulged too much. So I don't know if I saw the American trailer or the international trailer, mm-hmm. um, but they were long. It was what I wanted. The Johnny Cash song, like I didn't know it was Johnny Cash, but it just kind of like it was too much to, for me. But other than that, the, the action was great. And the thing that just blew my mind was when he kind of had his jaw blown off or whatever, mm-hmm. his head. And I'm like, that's Bloodshot right there. <laughs> you know, you get blown up, he comes back. I'm like, yeah. that's Bloodshot. You know, up until that point, I'm like, okay, how is this any different than any other kind of action movie, superhero, you know, superpower? You know, he was just kicking ASS, you know, doing his thing. And I'm like, that's it right there. That's my Bloodshot. Other than, like you said, the Bloodshot Zero, you know, at the beginning, when they kind of explained the origin and how he got to be where he was. Which was old school bloodshot, you know, even like old school Valiant and Acclaim. I'm like, okay, I got that. But that particular scene just sold it for me. I'm like, that's the bloodshot action I like to see right mm-hmm. then and there. So that, that, that sold me on that, on that sequence right there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I thought it was interesting having seen the trailer, kind of the, the choices that were made for casting. Um, one comment that I saw floating around a lot is how similar it seemed to like Memento, for example. And I don't know if you guys have ever seen that, but I love that movie. Matter of fact, I watched it fairly recently. And, uh, and Guy Pierce is in it. And Guy Pierce mm-hmm. plays the bad guy in, in Bloodshot. Uh, so I thought that was kind of a, a cool call out. I don't know if it's on purpose or not. Um, you know, it, it would be cool to say like, hey, let's cast Guy Pierce because he had this memento thing. Uh, and that's kind of where the trailer's going. I don't know how much of that is going to be the case within the movie itself, right? Because you, you do see a few of these, like, I don't want to say VR, because, like, it seems like maybe reality, but I don't know if some of that, those scenes are, are training sessions. Um, but I'm curious how, how you guys felt about that, like the, the little time jump thing. Well, that, that's the thing that always bothered me in the comics. Like, even today, is like, how much of it's in his mind? Because they played on that, right? Like, mm-hmm. we're just going to program this in your mind. So that's what they've been putting in the comics lately. Like, this is a sequence in your mind. We're kind of, like, training you, or this is the mission we want you to go on, so we're just going to program this in your mind. And you kind of have an emotional attachment to it mm-hmm. so that you achieve the mission, right? Mm-hmm. But then they... T- you know, they tease you with like, he has these spurts of who he really was before, you know, and it kind of messes up the programming. And that's the, the struggle they have. It's like, we're giving him a mission. We're screwing with his mind so he can achieve this mission. But then we have these quirks where he has his past life in there and he's struggling to find his past life, who he really was because he's dead, but not dead. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it'd be interesting to see how they fit that all in one movie because that seems like a three movie sequence in my mind. You know, you can have your action, you know, movies where he can just blow up stuff and achieve a mission and be and kick butt. But then you're trying to tease the personal side to it. And so how long is it going to te- 
break, how long is it going to take to tease out his personal side? And, and how do you marry that without being bland to where people don't want to watch that, that type of movie? Hmm. But that's kind of how I, I thought about the two, the two themes. Yeah, I could see that. Travis? I mean, I, I think that there's a lot of ambiguity, you know, to your point that they're kind of baking into all of it, you know? So like, like it seems like there's segments within even the trailer that we've seen where you're kind of like looking at a, at a scene that morphs into another scene or something, you know? Mm -hmm. So I think that there may be this like inception esque idea of like, well, it, you know, is this real or is, is this a program, you know, like you've got layers and layers of realities on top of each other nested. Um, so I think that's probably going to be a pretty big part of like what the movie is, you know? So like, I think they're teasing it a little bit, you know, um, I've read, you know, kind of secondhand attributions to different people that are talking about like that they're holding stuff back in, you know, from being in the trailer, you know, yeah. like they showed us something in the trailer but it's not everything. So I think that that's probably going to be a huge part of it. And I would think is just like, what is real? You know, is this really happening or is he being manipulated? And like throughout the whole movie is like, is this really happening? Mm-hmm. Um, and I think you can nest that into as well. Like the idea that he ever thinks that he can figure out who he was, you know, like, yeah. because every time they're like, Oh, this is who you were. It's like, psych, <laughs> you know, that's not who you were. So I like think that's, we made that up. I think what's interesting when there's always an issue when you try to do this kind of thing where you try to do the, the time resets and the jumps and stuff like that. And, and when you have a character that doesn't know like exactly what's happening to them, right? Um, to, uh, to, to look at a different trailer. I don't know if you guys ever saw the movie Assassin's Creed. Um, not the best of trailers, not the best of movies. Uh, but I, I enjoy it and I'm a fan of the video game. So, so I watched it and, and, and I liked it for what it was. It wasn't great, but it was a fun, you know, hour and a half or whatever it was. And, uh, and the trailer was actually very similar to this. Because if you guys aren't familiar, are you guys familiar with Assassin's Creed? I see the game, but I have never played it or saw the movie. Okay. So basically yeah. it, it deals with like the Guild of Assassins and, like their battle through time against the Knights Templar, and uh, the the Knights Templar have kind of evolved into this like secret organization uh, that kind of rules the world or whatever. But there are certain like treasures that they have lost because the assassins hid them, and so they basically create this like virtual reality immersion machine. And they, they kidnap, like, descendants of the assassins and try to tap into, like, genetic memory and have these people relive their ancestors' memories in this, like, virtual reality environment um, in order to try to, like, figure out where these treasures are, right? And, uh, and, and when the trailer came out for this movie, it was very similar to this. Because there, there's this organization, they have this guy, they get him, and they put him through these VR simulations, 
And that's basically what the trailer was, right? Like him going through all these things like four or five times. Um, of course, all that is in the movie, but that's not like the, the central plot of the movie, right? Because you have to actually show what these scenes develop into. Um, and I think, I think that's one problem with trailers. I don't, I don't usually watch a lot of trailers for that reason. Um, and I do usually cut myself off after a certain period of time because especially once you get closer to the release date and they release a second trailer or a third trailer, um, you end up getting a lot more of what the actual plot is instead of just showing you something to get you excited for the movie. See what I mean? Right, and like, right. Obviously, I, I want to see the trailer because I'm interested. It's a valiant property and I want to see it succeed in all aspects, including film. Uh, and obviously, I want to talk about it with you guys. But, you know, I think if we get a second trailer, and I'm sure we will in like January, for example, right? A couple of weeks before the movie comes out. Uh, I think that's going to give a little bit more away as to exactly what's going on beyond just what we're getting here, right? I think right now you're just like getting, you're getting cool stuff, right? Like here's the setup for PRS, here's Bloodshot. Uh, he got the Blood of Heroes. I'm sure they won't call it that, but he got the Blood of Heroes. Uh, here's him doing his training. There's obviously something nefarious going on, right? His wife or girlfriend was killed and tortured at some point. Uh, you do see a little flashback of her being like tied to a chair, um, obviously having been beaten. And there must be some involvement with this company, right? And, and why they created Bloodshot. And then you get like the cool stuff, like, you know, Vin Diesel getting shot in the face and you see that cool effect, uh, which was awesome. It was great. Uh, even now having seen the trailer, I don't know, four or five times, uh, it, I'm still like, that's, that's fucking cool. Right, just to see that. So, so does, did, did a certain aspect of that give you a feeling of like Spawn when Spawn came out? Mm. Like, you know, he was trying to find his family. You know, so like in Bloodshot, they're programming him to make him think a certain way to achieve a certain mission. And to my previous point, like there's 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 a certain small element of him trying to figure out who he was in the past, like. Right. He's dead. He's a new person, but you know he still has a, some sense of who he was, and he's trying to figure that out. Kind of like you remember, Spawn was trying to figure out who his daughter was, Wynn or whoever. I forget her name. That that, it, that just popped in my mind. So I don't know if it's playing on that or whatnot. Well, but so you, you de- I, I see what yeah. you mean. I see what you mean. I don't know if it's necessarily playing on that. I think just like that's that's like a fairly primal storytelling trope. Okay. Right? Um, mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys ever read like, um, Joseph Campbell and like the, the hero's journey. Uh, you know, you have like these archetypal ways of telling a story, right? Like the hero has to go on a journey to learn about something and gain the knowledge he needs to come back and defeat the bad guy. Like that's, that's pretty typical, right? It's just like what happens in between that may differ from story to story. And I mean, yeah, there's some similarities in terms of, of spawn. Um, but I think bloodshed has always been different enough. Okay. Can I say something, Martin? Yeah. The highest level of reading I had was curious George. So when you talk about <laughs> all these other type of writers, 
you lose me. I hear so you, buddy. Keep me, keep me at the Curious George level. So <laughs> I need yellow hat, you know. But what's the man bad guy in Curious George? Is there a bad, no bad guy? guy. No, no, a bad, no bad guy. What kind of happy. crap is this? It's all happy. It's a man in Furious George. <laughs> Furious <laughs> George. <laughs> Listen, George has to learn how to get his bananas. There he does. Yes, okay? he does. So he has He's to go on a journey. Yes. Yes, he does. <laughs> Just keep it up. We got to, our audience, some of our audience need to just dumb it down, man. You're talking these big names and these complex story types. No. Keep it curious, George Level. Hey, listen. I'm trying to raise everyone. All right. Well, you give me a reading assignment so I can relate. All right. I'll give and you a reading I'll, assignment. I'll read it. Very good. Yeah, I mean, Joseph Campbell's fun, you know, like, you know, and it, and it speaks to the idea that, you know, there are no original stories right. in a sense that, that every story has been already been told before, mm-hmm. you know? So, the, you know, that is interesting to kind of like, like synthesize the elements that actually go together to make a story that works. Right. You know, like it's an exercise that you can just be like, here's how you tell a story. Boom. Yeah. So, so, so. let me know that, guys, like if you are an Valiant fan and you saw this trailer, would you go see it? Yeah. Would it be something that you're just like, I got to see that. Like if it played like the preview, uh, say you see Star Wars, you know, whatever. And this is a preview and you're just like, I got to see it. That's what me and my wife do. We sit there. And we see the trailers and we're like, eh, we're going to go see that. And then my wife will look at me and she'll say, you want to see that? And I'm like, hell yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> she's like, yeah, I want to see it too. That's kind of how we make our dates. That keeps our marriage together. You know? Yeah, <laughs> so, there you go. Yeah, I got, that's a free date. I don't have to even think about that. <laughs> so, um, if Bloodshot trailer came up, would you look at your wife? If you were not a Valiant fan. Just you were just a comic guy, and you you just and it came up, and you just like you look at your wife, and she looks at you like, you want to go see that? Yeah, I throw ten bucks at that. So I, I think I would, I would. I, I don't know if my wife will go see it, okay. but but I do know that my kids will go see it with me. Yeah. No, would your kids see it because PG thirteen? Oh, is it? I don't even know what the rating was. Yeah, good. See, perfect. Good for you. Kids, do they want to see it because they know you love Valiant or that that's like their jam? No, actually, we uh, we watched this trailer uh, last night um, because we we're going to go to the movies today. And so uh, they didn't know what to watch. So I, I showed them a couple trailers of stuff that was out. And uh, then we decided and I was like, oh, you guys should check this trailer out. And I, so I put the Bloodshot trailer on and they're like, yeah, we'll go see that. I was like, all right, cool. That's kind of how I felt too. It was just like, yeah, I gotta see that. Yeah. It's not like I'll camp out for two weeks, you know, but it's just like, yeah, you know, if I can like buy a ticket a month in advance, I'll see that. And, I, and I'll be excited. I'll be, you know, Speedos, <laughs> you know, popcorn, yeah. my value Speedos and stuff. You socks. know where your banana hammock? Bana- that, exactly. That's, I didn't want to say that. <laughs> I was trying to be PG because I know there's like uh, we have an under 13 audience here, but yes, 
have my banana hammock, and I will be there. Uh huh. That's right. Mm-hmm. Trademark Nerdy Legion. Uh, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm gonna go see it, uh, probably opening night, and I might go see it a second time, depending how, how it goes. Um, yo, also, it's coming out basically, you know, like Valentine's weekend, right? Right. right. Uh, that's a great time to put out a blockbuster action movie, you know? Like, mm-hmm. that's, that's what they did with Deadpool the first time around, and it made all the money. Yeah, Ooh. well, plus there was nothing coming out at the same time, right? When Deadpool came out. Yeah, I mean, but that's like, February is kind of your post-Oscars, like, this is where we dump all the crap movies, right? Yeah. So you put out a real movie in January, February, it can stay in theaters for like two months. That's true. So I'm looking at uh, I'm looking at the February 2020 release schedule. Uh, let's see. The week of February 7th is Birds of Prey, which Ooh. which we are going to see that. Yes, we will. Uh, and together, we're going to hold hands here <laughs> together and see that. That's right. Um, the weekend of February 14th, you have the new Kingsman movie. Uh, Sonic the Hedgehog. Eh. What? Yeah, Sonic the Hedgehog. Not seeing that. Not seeing that either. Uh, February 21st, you have Bloodshot. Yes. Uh, I don't know what this is. Call of the Wild, is that a remake? Interesting. And the week after Bloodshot is Fantasy Island. No. Huh? (laughs) Exactly. Yes, Fantasy Island. Don't you remember that TV show? No, we're not seeing that. That's like 65 with, and With up. Ricardo Montalban? Yeah, and Tattoo? No, no we're not doing yeah. that. So my question is, are you showing up? We all know we're going. It's uh-huh. like, what enthusiasm are we going to the theater with? Are we like taking white body paint and red <laughs> body paint <laughs> and trying to do a couple sit-ups like a month before to go? Or are you we got to shave your head, dude. Dude, I'm scared if I shave my head, the hair won't grow back. <laughs> so I will wear like a bald wig and a t-shirt and bring my wife. And that's about as far as I'm going to go. Mm. And I want to scare some kids too, you know. I don't want to scare like. But t-shirt, I'm doing t-shirt. That's my thing. Are you going to go chest out? Are you going to hit the gym? Chest out, have your wife take her red, her best red lipstick. And do a circle on her chest, on your chest, fill it in, walk in there like a hunk, or are you just doing a t-shirt like me? So I will be wearing a bloodshot t-shirt. My man. With my valiant tie. And a tie? You going classy? I'm going to wear my valiant tie. Classy in San Diego. What about you, Travis? Uh, I think I'm going to rig up some spindly robot arms. (laughs) They're going to love me. So you've been reading issue two, haven't you? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if you... Oh, uh, is that a segue? Well, not yet. Not yet. Because I don't know if you guys realize, but Bloodshot comes out exactly one week before C2E2. Oh, I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. So uh, we might need to do a, uh, a Valiant movie uh, visit the weekend of C2E2. Like have a panel? We need to do a panel? 
Genius. Genius. Now, uh, the panel, now I will not have a t-shirt on. I will be bare chest after doing three days worth of sit-ups. And you're going to wear your, your suspenders. If you ask me to, I will. <laughs> yeah. Just jump in the sauna, sweat it all out. Sweat it all out. Just get it out of my pores, baby. Because this is the truth. <laughs> Uh, yes. So, uh, we'll, we'll have to figure something out. I'll have to talk to Greg and see, uh, what the C2E2 plan is, uh, for next year. And then maybe we can work that in somehow. Well, they better have some damn good exclusive at C2E2. Right? That's what I'm saying. You know what I mean? Like, you know, some exclusives. That's all I'm going to say, you know, because we, we, we voiced our opinion about last year. <laughs> we let that go. We did. We did. We, did. we love we sure Valiant. Did. We love Valiant. We love you. We do love you. Uh, all right. So does that mean we're segueing then? Is that what we're doing? Well, that's something Travis said. All right, Travis. Take us in, Travis. Yeah, let's do it. All right. Well, you wanted to talk about uh, Bloodshot, the, the comic series, right? Yeah. And actually, uh, the reason I want to talk about this is to tie it into the trailer. Um, All right. I'm, I'm curious now that we're two issues in and, uh, you know, like we, we're not really a review podcast. We, we do talk about the books sometimes, but we don't like review the books generally. Uh, I'm curious with the direction this book is going and what you guys have seen of the Bloodshot trailer. How are you guys marrying both of these thing t- things together? Or do we even need to? you Travis I mean I I don't know that I'm going to assume that that they need to be joined together you know like what the hell? Oh, there goes Vin Diesel I know fast and the furious he's <laughs> fast it's furious George <laughs> uh yeah I mean like I think you can join them kind of like I don't know, spiritually in that probably that's what they're trying to do is emulate maybe the, the vibe that they're going with for, and, and just get back to what they think are the, the basics for the character. It's just like shoot them up, et cetera, you know, like, so, you know, that's the connection I would draw between this and the movie. I agree. Uh, go okay. ahead, Mark. Go, I'm no, sorry. Go ahead, no, go, go no, no, go ahead, Mark. Nope. Go ahead. No, I just agree with Travis. It's like this is the bloodshot shot that that I grew up on. It was shoot 'em up. It, it, you know, I said this is the last podcast. The '90s art is just taking me back to mm-hmm. that day, and it's shoot 'em up. Um, the only thing that got me was, you know, in issue two. You know, he, it was like he wasn't eating protein, but like there was a genetic disease in him where there was something in him that was eating at him genetically to where he would morph and he was fighting it. That kind of seemed different to me to where I, I didn't quite understand. Like, that's not the bloodshot I knew. You know, he couldn't really fight it. 
So it definitely took a feel. It reminded me of like old image comics, you know, so it not so much the art, but even the storytelling on issue two was like, okay, now we're, we're going into old image type of Stormwatch, you know, backlash type of storytelling so what it wasn't even the art it was the storytelling at that point so you know and i just went with it because you know i'm a 90s guy i'm like well this is a new bloodshot but i did love to shoot them up we needed it was nice to go to the like introspective bloodshot and get in his head from the previous runs but bloodshot is bloodshot so mm-hmm. i love to shoot them up kill them Da, 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 da. I'll take what we have right now any day, whether if it's weak, if some people think it's weak or some people think it's strong, I'll take this any day over some of the stuff we've been getting and no slight to those other writers, but I like this new bloodshot. That's all I'm going to say. I, so, I really like this new bloodshot. I, I want to piggyback on one of your points and I don't know if it's what you were trying to say or not, but I'm just going to go with it anyway. Um, I think you know, when you have a character around for, for a while, you almost have to evolve it a little bit, right? Because it can't yeah. stay the same forever, right? Um, like, DC's about to change all the characters again, and everyone's all pissy about this, that, and the other. Who cares? Um, but, like, for example, in, uh, in Rye, we saw some stuff with Bloodshot that we really hadn't seen before. And I don't know like what the the general consensus is, but I'm I'm enjoying that direction. Uh, and and to to your point, like we see some of that here as well, right? Like the whole thing where he grows these extra arms and stuff. Um, I don't think that's something that we've seen before either. Nope. Right. And and with these nanites and in his blood, yeah, have we seen it? I mean, if we have, I don't remember. Um, I, I would I do, say he, he grew horns and. Wings in sure. uh, in Harbinger Wars too. That's true, and then I think there was something that was kind of like off. What what, what book was that? Um, Armor Hunters. Uh, what was it that Armor Hunters Bloodshot the the two issue series? Um, I think he he gained a, a couple new powers there. Uh, here's the thing: like the dude is made of like sentient machines. He should be able to do pretty much whatever the hell he wants. Damn right, yeah. Right? So mm-hmm. you can't just always have but this... Not... Go ahead. Sorry, like, like he's not T-1000, you know? He's not made of goop, you know? He's made of muscle, and he's got nanites going through whatever, you know, like the whole system, the veins, maybe all the tissue, but, like, I don't know that it, like can reshape itself instantly into these intricate things that, you know, sometimes feel like you're being a little bit loose with the conservation of mass, you know? You're just like, oh, now he's got it's wings. It's a comic, dude. Cool. You know what I mean? It's a comic it's book. Three X arms. Cool. Yeah. It's a comic book, but, you know, Valiant, like, I don't know. They, they I feel like the new Valiant branded themselves with trying to be sci-fi you know like that they're trying to do the stuff that actually makes sense it's closer to real you know yeah so so i look at this look at it like this like so 
you know, the nanites are basically like they can do anything, right? They can he can get blown up, cut in half. And I think issue two was talking about getting down to his core, like you know, disrupting his core. And previous, his core was basically protein, right? Like mm-hmm. the nanites needed protein. They need inorganic matter or organic matter, I mean, to suffice. Now it just seems like he doesn't need it. Like he, he gets ate up and he can just keep moving. Like the nanites are just like a computer. Like as long as he's hooked up to the internet, he can keep doing what he's doing. He's not like, I'm hungry. I need to get like a fuel. There's no fuel source there. That's how I kind of picked that. And I may be wrong. Like, tell me if I, because I read it like a week or two ago. So, you know, I was, I was waiting for him to have that scene, like in value where he was like, I need to go and eat a cow. I just need to eat a cow and get my energy up. And then I'll just come kick your ass later. Hmm. He was like, nope, whatever y'all put in me, that's breaking me up. I'm going to try to hold it together myself, like mental power. And fight you, and then I grow the arms, and I come back together, and I want to fight you some more, and then I'm gonna break apart, and then I'm gonna try to fight you some more, and at the end, then then the skin is peeling off me like I'm in the wax museum, and I'm like, this is different. Like, give this man a cow, like give him some <laughs> beef, give him a hamburger, so this man can k- kick some more ass. I. That's what lost me, and and I'm willing to just go on this story arc. Like, leave me where you want to go. It just took me in a different direction, and I just that those are the question marks I have. So, th- if I miss something, please tell me. Please tell me if I miss something. But that that's what kind of threw me off. I don't know if you missed something. Um, I I just think that there's there's some changes, and and you know, to Travis's point about conservation of matter. Uh, I mean, I guess. But number one, it's a comic. Two, uh, to expand the point, like these nanites can basically do whatever, right? So why can't they just rewrite his genetic code, right? Like turn on some stem cells and like, bam, he grows an extra arm or wings mm. or horns or whatever, right? Like I think that there's – there should definitely be a limitation. Um, but also like, you know, this this is not necessarily the world outside your window anymore, I don't think. Right. I think a lot of the stories that we're getting are a little more mainstream than what we were getting before. And, mm. and some of that may change next year with Valiant 2020. And I, I, I want to spend a couple minutes on that, uh, before we wrap up. But, uh, you know, we, we can't just get stuck on, you know, this is what we've had and this is what we should still have and what we should have next year and in five years and in 10 years. Yeah. Right. I, I know that that's a little more difficult for Valiant fans than for maybe other fans. Or maybe not. I mean, I was talking about the DC thing earlier. Maybe not. Maybe just people want what they're used to. So we have, have an LV9 Bloodshot now? Is that I mean, a- dude, look at Bloodshot in 4002, right? Awesome. It's, it's totally it. different. And grant that he can maybe get away with some extra stuff because now he's made of like purely nanites. So do you think in, in 2020, do you think Valiant is going to uh, try to make that connection like between Rye and Bloodshot? 
you know, because it was always been there, even old school Valiant. Like you, you know, Rye and Bloodshot. There's a tie-in at some point, right? So, yeah. do you think they're going to make that tie-in? In 2020? Man, I don't know, because the thing is, with in 2020, you have the Bloodshot movie, right? So if people want to pick up a Bloodshot comic, do you want to tell them, like, oh, yeah, like, his descendant in 2,000 years is this other guy. Like, you should go read that, too. Um, yeah. Not at all, right? You want to give him something that's close to what the movie will be. Yeah. Right? Even if it's not the same story. And, and, and to that point, so... You know what I thought was a really good point in issue two? I think maybe issue one or issue two. If you look at the first page, the inside cover, they talk, you know, they have like the, the old school, like file card mm-hmm. on, on Bloodshot. And then they have like aliases and they yeah. put all his aliases, like yeah. Angelo, da 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 da. And I thought that was cool because to me, that was confusing in the past, right? It's like you have these different iterations of Bloodshot. And they were all in their different spheres, right? Mm-hmm. And they have their own different. Now they're just saying, like, he has all these aliases. This is Bloodshot. We're just going to loop them all in one, and we're going to just tell you this new story. And I'm like, smart. That's mm-hmm. beautiful. Right. Now, that to, to me, as an OG Valiant fan, I'm like, now I don't have to wrestle with it. I don't have to argue with you guys or myself. I can't, you know, if I wake up 4 in the morning, like, why don't they do this? that. You know, they just said, look, this is all the aliases. Loop them all in one. We're going to tell you this new story. Let's keep it moving. Beautiful. I love whoever decided that. Hats off to you. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. Travis, you're very quiet over there. Okay. Actually, that reminded me, Dewan's comment, uh, of uh, like another thing that I am curious about. Uh, so, you know, there is this like you know, task force, which seems to answer to nobody but themselves, and they've decided they need to go after Bloodshot using, you know, the money of the biggest countries in the world. Uh, but they're only going after, you know, Ray, right? Mm-hmm. So there's like three, four other Bloodshots that are also running around right now, right? I mean, theoretically, yes. Tankman. And Vietman are running around. Yes, I, I don't. I don't remember if there's others that are still in the mix, but we're not worried about them. But are, are they in? Are they in Bloodshot's just mind? Is that like a program? I'm not. You can't do that, dude. Because they've interacted <laughs> with stuff. I. Yeah, like like. All of that, whenever you try to do that, like, it was, it was a dream. Like, you can only do that a few times before people really start to, to bond badly. Um, you know, cause it's cheating, kind of, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, oh, this is happening. Just kidding. It didn't happen. So the less that's done, the better. But w- I don't wasn't know, that, you know, wasn't that the gripe though? Wasn't that the gripe? Like, you know, this before this new Bloodshot series, this is like, is this just in his head? Like, is this just a program? Is this just like a, a mind F? You know, and that's what made us mad. Like, we talked about this before. I don't think I even read the last two arcs because it was terrible. It was just like mind F after mind F. You know, you, Bloodshot Island, all this. 
I wanted to believe in those characters like Viet Man and, and the dog and all that. But if it's just in his head and it's a program, why even waste your time? Like you could do that in one arc and then let's get on to the serious business of it. Mm-hmm. That That's my point of view. Yeah, I, uh, I'll admit I did not read those when they were coming out. Um, I think after issue five of, uh, Bloodshot, Lemire's Bloodshot, I kind of, uh, went like arc by arc instead of monthly. Cause I was, I was to a point, like when issue five came out and I literally called the plot of every single issue before it came out, I was just like, yeah, I'll just wait. Yeah. It's so, cool. I mean, that doesn't answer your question, Travis. Uh, maybe they're still out there. I guess we'll have to wait and see. But, uh, you know, this, this is a, a bloodshot story, not like a bloodshot adjacent story, I guess. And I know that's not a good answer, but that's all I got for you. Yeah, okay, but to the extent it's a, a bloodshot story, we don't really know why he's even in Yemen. Right. In the mix with all this, you know? Like, so they just dropped him in, so you don't have to spend time in explaining that, and you don't have to get bogged down in exposition about all the stuff that's happened with him the last three years, but you know, it it makes it more detached from other things that we've seen before, you know? Mm-hmm. So, hopefully they get to that. Maybe You know, like, I just hope it's about something. Sure. I mean... Well, do you guys think... Oh, go ahead, Mark. No, 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 go ahead, because I'm, I'm looking something up. So I'm thinking, like, you know, us Valiant fans, I think we're wanting something out the movie that maybe new people that just say they that stumble into the movie or just get, you know, introduced to the movie may not like. So if I was a new a newbie, I kind of want to see like a shoot 'em up, badass, bloodshot. You know, my first introduction to this character should be. Like, holy crap. I don't know anything about this guy, but he kicks ASS. Mm-hmm. No crap. Whereas we, we will watch the movie like, we want nuggets here. We want nuggets. Oh, that, that, you know, like you said, Martin, that calls back to Rise Zero or this, that or not. Ryan, the future force or whatever. But I think, you know, for this brand to make it, they're going to have to appeal to new people. So, from the trailers, did you get a sense that this movie would, like, appeal to new people? Like, if I just brought my buddy, like, you need to watch this. I'm like, all right. Yeah, and at the end of the like, movie, do you think they're going to be like, holy crap, yeah, I got to see movie two. Yes. I now, think so, will, will it Will it translate to them going out and buying a comic? I mean, probably not, right? Probably not, right. That, that's generally the thing with these movies. But uh, will it get people excited to check something more out? Maybe. Uh, will a few people pick up a trade or you know become regular monthly subscribers? Maybe. But ultimately, like I don't, I don't think we should get worked up on you know how does this affect the comics. Uh, we should try to keep the two separate. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I love watching the Marvel movies. Do I read all those comics now? Well, my thing is, I have friends, comic friends, and they're like either DC or Marvel people. And, and I'm, I'm just thinking about them, like, 
they're probably going to watch this movie. But like, can we, if they watch it, is the movie going to grab them to where they're going to say, hey, I'm going to look into this Valiant thing for the next six months. Mm-hmm. You know, like, and they're, these are floppy guys. Floppies and trades. Like, will they do it? Or, or are they just going to go to the movie and say, oh, this is cool? Cause they sent me, they sent me the trailer before I saw it. Like, you know, mm-hmm. here's your trailer. And I'm like, oh man, you're looking at it. This is a good sign. You know, uh, are you, so we're going to go to the movie and see it together, but are you going to continue to watch it? Or are you going to try to get the books? So that, that's my only concern. And, you know, I'm going to watch the movie, but I'm more, more so looking at them like, you know, is it going to grab you? I hope it grabs you because it's a good story. It's like a good character, a good story. You know, we know it is, but I want it to be able to translate and be able to make its mark in the comic board, the comic book, um, you know, movie scene. Yeah. In a sense. Yeah. Yep. No, I got you. Hopefully. Hopefully. That's Travis good. is not so sure. No, I mean, I'm not. I, you know, am I 100% positive it's going to, like, set the world on fire? No, you know, it can't be 100%. Oh, no, for sure. I think, I think saying that would be unrealistic. Yeah, like, I want it to be good, I, you know, I, and if it does well, then that's going to help keep the lights on for the comics, you know, mm-hmm. that's maybe going to sell future movies and that's i think you know like again something that's going to make the whole thing sustainable because talking about marvel and dc that is a thing you know if those movies and tv shows weren't making bank they probably wouldn't be publishing the way that they do Mm -hmm. you know so it's the way of of how these things operate so i we all hope that it is good and does well yes It will, because you know there's going to be plenty of people, plenty of Valiant fans, and they're going to see this multiple times. You know what's going to be shocking is, I think when you show up to the theater, I think you're going to see more Valiant fans than you really think are out there. <laughs> That's what I'm, it just came in my mind, I'm like, okay, I'm going to go to my local theater, and and I think I may be, the, me and my wife may be the only people there, and, I, and then we show up and it's like, well... There's 200 people here. Like, hmm. Dude, I see that this all the is... time when when I go to cons. Yeah. And I see people wearing Valiant shirts, and I'm like, I've never talked to you before. Like, where'd you come from? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Not like, you, you... Not like we know every Valiant fan, you know what I mean? But, like, you always have that. Because you, you think. You, you feel like you do know all the right? Valiant fans, right, right. don't you? Yeah. Yeah. Like, you do. you like, it's only, like, 400 of them. Like, <laughs> no, it's like. <laughs> Five thousand or ten thousand, you know. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah. I have that same feeling. Like I think I'm going to show up to the movie theater, and I'm like, babe, we're going to be the only one in here, and I'll even be able to give you a kiss in the theater without feeling weird Uh and getting kicked out. And then it's going to be like two hundred people here, Mm -hmm. and we're going to feel super special. And you know, and this is the thing, like, my brother-in-law, he, he like, asked me, he's like, are you still podcasting? Like, I hear there's a movie coming out. He asked me, like, there's some excitement there. Yeah. He didn't even know anything about the character. I'm like, so if you have, 
excitement about this character you have nothing about you know nothing about like you would show up and pay your ten fifteen dollars or whatever mm-hmm. well, it's, it's kind of interesting to see how it goes it's, it's like it could be all for nothing or like really impressive yep yeah. Alright, let's briefly talk about Valiant 2020 because we don't have any info yet so we can't like really talk about it. Um, I'm sure you guys saw the, uh, the cover to previous magazine, Valiant 2020 Year Heroes. That's exciting, mm-hmm. uh, to yep. be on the cover mm-hmm. of previews. Um, what I found interesting is the list of characters on the bottom of previews. Uh, so you have Examana War, Shadow Man, Harbinger, Ninjack, Savage, Punk Mambo, Visitor, Rai, Roku, and more. Um, so I'm curious, based on the teasers that uh, Greg and the Valiant folks have been sharing, based on this here, uh, w- w- what are your thoughts for Valiant 2020? And remember, the tagline is the Year of Heroes. I believe this is Travis. Uh, I mean, it, it seems like Year of Heroes is reminiscent to stuff they've maybe done before, but I'm all, all for kind of the initiative uh, overall, you know, because I feel like there's been a lot of people out there that, you know, have been clamoring for let's get the tentpole characters back, you know? So, like... When the big guns are off the board, you know, know, like people get frustrated, you you know, like I, I, you know, I enjoy seeing kind of, you know, smaller, lesser known characters getting built up so that they can like have a bigger presence. But it's hard to do that when you have Exo Man War that's off the board. Yeah, Shadow Man. Um, So... I'm all for bringing them back. Harbinger. What's going on with Harbinger? Is it going to be the Renegades coming back? Well, that's a good question. And in, uh, in one of the teasers, there's a character that kind of looks... Uh, uh, what's the character in The Boys? The, the the main bad guy. The guy with the red, white, and blue suit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Looks a little Homelander? What is it? Homelander. That's right. Uh, you oh, isn't that Doctor Tomorrow? Oh, is that what it is? Yes. Oh, yes. hello. That's Doctor Tomorrow. All right, look. Let me tell you. Now that you say that, I just jizz my pants. Uh, I love Doctor Tomorrow. I think that was highly underrated, uh, and it didn't last very long, so yeah. I couldn't really tell a story anyway. You love acclaim. It's fine. You know, it's I, a safe space. No, here, you man. listen. I don't love acclaim. But I did like Doctor Tomorrow, uh, and I'll be perfectly honest. I liked uh, Zero Shadow Man. Yeah, yeah, it's good actually. Yeah, Zero is yeah. freaking awesome, and it's got Clayton Crane art. Yes, that was early Crane. Yes, yeah, when he was still doing oh, pencils. Yes, <laughs> that was nice. Yeah, and it, yeah, it was Clayton Crane with K's instead of C's. Yeah, well, you know, he got, he got fancy on us. <laughs> well, you know, K is funnier, so. Sure, why not? But, but I'd say this. Yes. No, go ahead, Martin. Go ahead. Yeah, well, to, to go to Travis, one of the teasers that I saw had the Harbinger logo. So there's definitely yeah, I mean, something Harbinger related. 
that's got to be the Renegades, right? Because I nobody's going to touch Harada forever now. Yes, everybody like thinks he's dead. Sure. So it must be the Renegades picking it back up. But who's going to write it? Well, not Dysart. Not Dysart. Yeah. Yeah. This is my thing. Don't make this an acclaim reset. <laughs> it, 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 see, it's screaming it a little bit. It's not screaming it loud. It just—it's just like it's screaming. It's not, reset. And I, thank you, thank you for reassuring me. Thank you, because that makes me feel better. Because when I first saw it, I'm like, "This is this. This is an acclaim reset, and we're gonna go through this whole cycle again." But for you know, Travis, I respect you. If you say it's not. Let's go for it. Then I trust you. I trust what Valiant's doing. Take me on this journey. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because, you know, if, if you bring a Savage back, I love Savage. You know, we were left on the cliffhanger with that guy. I want to, I want to know what's happening with him. You bring him back, Dr. Tomorrow. Shit, bring back the troublemakers. You know, count who me cares? in. Yeah. Just bring them all back. I'm, I'm game, but don't do, if you do a reset where it's a total, New universe. I'm not down with that. But Travis, you you're comfortable that it's not that cool. Mm-hmm. I, I'm I'm game. Just no I'm game, no, and, no, I, no and I love No Trinity no, Angel. <laughs> My man Justin Ehart, he loves the Trinity Angel. He sure does. He, he loves a little. Uh, yep. You know. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. I know mm-hmm. what you mean. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. I know yep. what you mean. Trinity. Angels from the whiteboard. The whiteboard picture. Yes. Yes. I I, I look. I I don't want the acclaimed Trinity Angels, right? Because that was the uh, the the bad girl phase of comics. Mm -hmm. So just my man Justin likes. He likes a little. That's cool. Hey, look. I I I still own plenty of Lady Death comics and all that stuff. Right. I know what you mean. I I got the Lady Death movie on DVD. Every man lives in his mom's basement, got a little, <laughs> in the any, you know. Not that Justin does. Justin, he owns his own place, his own farm. I'm just saying. Let me just stop saying. <laughs> You're going to get Justin <laughs> mad at you. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm, I'm excited for Valentine 2020. We'll, uh, we'll see. I, I, I told Greg to, uh, keep me very up to date. Isn't this super exciting? Like, did you, when you saw that previews, like, it's dope. Like, you know, you saw characters that, that were off the grid. Mm-hmm. You know, we had to ask questions about, like, oh, who is that? You know, this is, and then, then they put Savage back out there and XO, you're like, oh, mm-hmm. and that goes, and I won't say a name. Somebody that went to uh, New York Comic Con said that, you know, kind of the valiant reps, you know, kind of had, what's the best way to say it? They were frustrated that the fans were not as excited about Valiant because they knew what was coming out in 2020. Sure. And they were basically, the comment was, yeah, yeah, you guys have this attitude right now, but when you see what was coming out in 2020, you're going to change your tune. So, you know, like, why not? You should be giving us love right now. It's like, all right, well, you know, show, show, show and tell. 
These are shirtless. Because we're going to buy it. The Valiant fans are going to buy it, regardless. Yeah. But I would love to see, like, something come out that's just so fucking cool that people that complain every damn day about something are just like, all right, I'm going to shut up for a little while. Just like for a day, you know what I mean? Just for a day. It's going to happen. You know, as Valiant fans, we crying and we get what we want. You know, like Dice Arts, you know, Toyo Harada, and it's like, oh, you fawn over it. It sounds like they're putting something together where it's going to be very consistent. Mm -hmm. You know, it seems like the transition's over. They got their feet on the ground, and they're really ready to push what's out there. And and we'll be happy. I think we'll be happy. Mm Mm-hmm. Even for Valiant fans, I think we'll be happy. We'll we'll be at C2E2 eating our catfish, and <laughs> and we'll be very happy people. Mm-hmm. And maybe we even get Greg. Maybe, you think we can get Greg to eat some catfish with us? I don't know. I'll shoot him an email, see if he wants to come eat catfish with us. He oh, yeah, dude. Yeah. He might have to bring a bodyguard, you know, because he's famous <laughs> and all, but it's this kind of sketchy neighborhood, but it's some good catfish. That is true. Hey, uh, it was Greg's uh, first anniversary there at Valiant, so uh, happy anniversary, Greg. Happy anniversary, Yo, he just got Greg. Hey, yeah, right? it's exciting, man. Really? Greg's a yeah. good dude. Like CEO of media? <laughs> CEO of media, yes. I like that title. Greg, we promoted you, Greg. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, uh, you guys ready to wrap this up? We love you. Roku next. Can we talk about Roku next issue? Next, next. Yeah, let's, uh, let's talk about Roku next time. Um, Killers wraps up this week as well. So next Ooh. time we record, I'd love to, um, do a, a recap of the whole series because we haven't talked about it at all. And, uh, and I think it's really interesting. Yeah. And Roku is awesome. What an ending. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so we'll talk about that next time and whatever other stuff pops up. Uh, thank you all for listening. Uh, you can, of course, find us on Twitter. Travis is at The Great Magnet. Uh, Dewan is at Collect Valiant. I'm a Geekvine. The show is at Valiant underscore Central. And we'll catch you on the next one. Bye.